Hey, thanks for tuning in into the City Life Church podcast. We are a church in San Francisco and we exist so that people that are far from God, we encounter his presence and experience the life that only Christ offers. We pray that this word will challenge you and encourage you in your walk of faith with Jesus. Good morning, City Life. I'm so excited to be with you this morning. Man, hasn't this been an incredible journey that we've been on together? Right now, I am uh, reflecting on the different things that um, Pastor Johnson has spoken about the last few weeks. Hasn't this series been just amazing? We're um, learning how to face the future, and we're learning how to do it right in the middle of crazy, uncertain times. And, you know, one of the things that I've been so challenged by in this season is learning how to lean into God for myself. I've found that uh, the church in some ways has become a crutch over the years where, you know, our Sunday morning schedule and all the different things that are planned out for us, it seems as though they can distract us, right? They can distract us from uh, really being able to have a personal plan with God, a personal relationship with God. So today, I want to talk to you about something that hopefully is extremely relevant to you because, man, it's totally been impacting me. And just want to share with you a little bit of how God has been challenging me. And so if you'll just lean in with me, man, if you're with me right now in the comments, would you just write, I'm with you, or I'm ready to receive what God has for me today. So um, today, I want to talk to you about the topic of unscheduled. You know, this whole season and this whole summer has been very interesting where we thought we were going to be able to have all of our limitations um, eased and we're able to gather soon, but that didn't happen. It seems like, at least for me, it seems as though the schedule keeps changing. The government keeps changing things and it's very difficult to know the future. And that's something that we've been hoping for and planning for for a long time. In fact, just this week, my kids, my high schoolers started school. And what's interesting about that is my son, Jaden, it was his first day of high school. And you know what happened? The, his first day of high school picture was right straight from his bed. How crazy is that? I never could have imagined a time where things would be so different from how it has been in the past. But you know, I believe that this is even a moment where God is, uh, he's, he's writing out a page that's brand new for us. There's nothing that's new to God. However, in the unknown, in the circumstances where we don't see the answer, our God is always working. So maybe you can relate with me and, you know, maybe you're getting your kids back into school right now and it just feels pretty chaotic. It feels like I don't even know what's happening next week. I don't know what their schedule is fully. And, you know, I can relate to that. Whatever it is for you, I know that this has been a season where our schedule has kind of been thrown out the window and that can be so unsettling. But I'm here to tell you today, and we're going to talk about today how even in the middle of those things, even when our promises seem stale, our God is with us. And ready or not, here we are. So let's lean in just a little bit. I want to look at Proverbs 30, verse 5 today. I read the scripture and it, man, it so impacted me. And I hope it impacts you because listen to this. It says, every word of the Lord is flawless. He is a shield to those who take refuge in him. Every word that he's spoken over us, everything that he has planned for us, and that's the scripture we've been leaning on the last few weeks. God knows the plans he has for us, but listen, he doesn't always tell us what those plans are, but his words are flawless. And if we lean into him, he'll be a shield for us. And you know, we're not able to find perfection in life until we fully come into submission of God until we learn how to trust him. And until we learn how to give him even our unscheduled moments, because this season can feel so chaotic, but we can't expect God to do the work in our life if we don't allow him into every area of our life. 
He wants to bring his touch and his hand into every area, but we have to let go sometimes of control. And that's one thing we've been learning in this season. And, you know, as we're facing the future together and as we're following God in these crazy times, I know that he can turn every moment into a place that we can handle. There's this old song out there and it says, because he lives, I can face tomorrow. You know, Jesus is willing and he's able to give you and give me everything that we need in this season. And we've, we've talked about that, but you know, one of the things that I've been finding interesting is how we can truly turn our church moments right now into kind of like an Insta church moment. It feels as though in the past, maybe coming to church has become a crutch for us. And I talked about that a minute ago, but I realized for me that it had become something so real where I would depend on my Sunday morning moments to have an intimate time with God, to have time where I could really truly, you know, shine uh, in the prophetic gifting that God has given me. And I, ha I could love on others. And I would depend on those moments in the early morning hours of Sunday or during the week, the different things that were planned out for us. And one thing I've been noticing in this season is that as things are unscheduled, God seems to be doing something beautiful and miraculous in the middle if I choose to trust him. And I hope you'll learn and lean in with me during this season. My question for you is, has church become a crutch for you in the past? God is totally shaking up everything. There is no schedule, but can I just tell you that our God works best in the unscheduled moments, in the unknown, in the unplanned for. There is such a prophetic and beautiful thing that can happen when we learn how to trust and lean into God in the moments where we're alone, in the moments where it's real. I'm getting raw with God. You know, we can't seem to hide right now. It doesn't matter what we do or where we go. Everything that has been inside of us is really rising to the surface. And you know, it's one of those challenging things to actually see the real us sometimes. In fact, it can be difficult to even face those things. But when we lean into Jesus, and we'll continue to talk about this, we will find that he gives us his power and his strength to face the future with boldness and not with fear. And we can break off all those things that hinder. You know, God told us and promised us, as he promised Moses, that his presence would go with us and that he would give us rest. And I love that because there's this idea that his presence is not limited to a church building and his presence is not limited to our schedule, but he will go with us everywhere we go. And I wanna let you know he is going with you in the middle of your everyday, in the middle of the chaotic moments. He's with you, he is for you. And you know, the place of his presence was never actually even meant to be the church building or a conference or even a worship service or a prayer service. The, pra the place of his presence, that idea of intimacy where he would go with us was meant to be in our hearts, was meant to go with us in our everyday life. And so I love how God is just shaking it up. We don't have the ability to schedule out our Sunday mornings anymore and give him our first and our best by getting up and going someplace. But you know, it's now becoming the place where our heart is connected to God. And it's the real us, the real Christianity that we have to understand. And so I was, I was processing this this week and, you know, I, I realized that many times I, even in this season, I've been asking God for an answer. God, I need your help to know uh, how to deal with my kids. How do I even teach distance learning? I was never supposed to be a homeschool mom or I'm, I'm, I'm facing the realities of, of, of what's really happening. You know, 
um, in this season, I, I've seen where God comes and he meets me right in the middle of the questioning. And maybe there's some things you've been asking God for in this season. Maybe you've been asking him for help for a job situation that seems hopeless. Or maybe you've been asking him for answers in a relationship situation that just doesn't seem to change. And you know, it can be so discouraging with the untimely answers. Maybe this is that season where you've been hoping for a long time that you'd be able to get married or that you would be able to, and you, X, Y, Z, write that thing right in. What is that thing that you've been asking God for? And it seems as though it's an untimely answer. God isn't answering in the way that we want him to. But you know, as we reflect on Jesus, as we reflect on the stories of Jesus, we find that, man, our God just shines in these unseen moments. In fact, right when we ask him to do something, sometimes it seems as though he's doing something totally different. And we don't see the correlation of what he's doing. And we don't understand how he's going to connect the dots. But you know, our God is the God of the untimely. He's the God of the unanswered. And he works best when we trust him, not when we try to get our own answers. And so it's interesting how if you look all the way through the New Testament and you study Jesus out just a little bit, you see that uh, there, was a, there was a guy named Lazarus and Lazarus, um, it says that he had died and his sister had called out, his sisters had called out, Jesus, I need you to come. And as he's on his way to go, Jesus got distracted by another miracle. In fact, you find this over and over in the Bible where while Jesus was on his way to answer somebody's cry and answer somebody's call, their desperate plea, that he gets distracted by something else. This happened in the same situation when there was the woman who had the issue of blood and she distracted Jesus. Can I just tell you that maybe your distraction is a divine answer. Maybe your distraction is not, is not in the way of the answer that God is looking for and the, the answer that he's planning to give you. You know, he wants to meet us right where we're at in the storm. He's there. Even though there's a storm going on, he doesn't promise that we won't face hardships, but he promises that he'll get us through and that he'll show us his answer on his time. And guess what? It works out for our good and it's beautiful. I was researching this um, last season about, I actually happened to just open the Bible up. I was reading in Jeremiah and I did one of those crazy things. I don't know if you've done this before, but I decided, God, wherever the Bible opens up today, I'm just going to read it. <laughs> Sometimes that can be great and other times it can be a little bit scary. And this was one of those times, it was Jeremiah 48, and it is a story of complaint and about the judgment of the um, of Moab. <laughs> and Moab was um, a, a people group and God was about ready to judge this people group. And it goes on and on and on for like, I think it was 46 verses about all the different ways that this country was going to be destroyed. I'm like, God, what do I get out of this? How do I, how do I receive anything from this? And the very, very last verse of the chapter, verse 47, at the very end of all of this judgment, this was the verse, and this is what it says. Jeremiah 48, verse 47, he says, Yet I will reverse the captivity and restore the fortunes of Moab in the latter days, says the Lord. And so I got a little bit curious and I thought, gosh, I wonder where in the Bible it talks about that Moab was restored. I wonder, I wonder what happened. And if you look into the Bible, you find that there's not a record of the Moabites being restored and of their fortunes being added back to them and their inheritance coming back to them. And I just felt a little discouraged because in that moment, I'm asking God for an answer. God, I need your wisdom. I need your help. And as I'm reading scripture, it seems as though this was never answered. Have you felt that way before? I sure have. God, what's the answer? How do I move forward with this? How do I face the future when your answers are untimely? 
when it's unscheduled, when you're not giving me hope, it seems. And as I looked all through, I actually had to go to commentaries to find out the history of what God had done and how he had fulfilled his promise for the Moabites. You see, the Moabites were um, closely related to Abraham. In fact, it was the nephew of, um, it, related to the nephew of, of Abraham. And these people should have actually been part of the promise already. But because of circumstances, they were outcast from God's presence. In fact, it says that they were, they were enemies of the Israelites for years and years, which is why there was judgment coming on them. But you know, our God's such a restorer and set, He loves us so much. If you go through history, you find that there was a woman named Ruth and she was a Moabitess. And God actually restored the fortunes and the inheritance of, of all of Moab through, uh, through Ruth herself because she wasn't supposed to be part of the lineage of Jesus, but she became part of the lineage of Jesus. And you see, God's answer and God's promise here was answered in a completely different way than was expected. And it was untimely and it didn't look the way that, that maybe perhaps the Moabites thought that it should look. But you know, all of the inheritance and all of the fortune actually is answered because Jesus became the, became part of the lineage of a Moabitess who was brought into, into the lineage of Jesus. And Jesus was a direct descendant of Ruth. And I find that so beautiful how God came and he answered it in a completely different way, but it's a, a way that it just, it shows you and I are part of that inheritance. God wants to answer our, um, wants to answer our cries. He wants to answer those things that we're asking him, but sometimes it looks different. Will you trust him? Will you let him answer it just a little bit differently? You know, that answer and that, that inheritance and that fortune that was, that was given, the, the restoration was greater than anything that they could ever imagine. That we could see Jesus come and, and be the hope and the rest, the restoration for all humanity. And the Moabites get to be part of that. That's part of their history. You see, maybe right now, maybe you asking God for answers when it comes to your home. Maybe you're not able to make your payments on your mortgage, whatever it is. Maybe it's just the trust factor with people, or maybe it is your job and it's been really difficult right now. We've heard so many different stories of people where there's been miracles and then there's been layoffs and there's been hardship. You know, God is with you, even though it seems like this is an untimely answer. It's not that God is far from you. He's actually working on your behalf. You know, in this moment, as we're facing each other, as we're, as we're coming to real rawness with our own inadequacies and the things in our life that, that have been very difficult and we're asking God, God, give me wisdom, help me know what to do. And it really is raw. I believe that God wants to meet us right in our living room moments. How unique is this right now? I'm able to connect with you maybe right in your kitchen or right in your living room on your couch. Right now, God is getting real with us. He's getting raw and he's saying, even if you don't have the answer that you're looking for, I want you to know that, listen, I'm with you. I'm caring for you. The truth is that right now, it seems as though we can't get away from the mirror in front of us. We can't get away from the real raw truth. But you know what? As we face uh, the truth together. I know that God is giving us the tools to be able to run into our problems instead of running away from them. I have been faced with a very, very raw truth recently, and maybe some of you can relate to me, uh, some of you girls out there especially. Uh, I've been challenged by my daughters to embrace the curly girl method that I have. My hair, I have naturally curly hair, and in this season, in this stage of life, I have a ton of grays. Now, I'm not trying to embrace the grays, 
But you know what? I have to face the truth. They're there and I can't cover them every moment of my life. And you know, that may sound like a menial thing, but sometimes it's the small things that get to us. What is it for you that you've been facing that just seems too raw, too real, too frustrating? I want you to know God's wanting to meet us right there in the middle of that. Even though it may seem like we don't know what to do and how sometimes it's a simple answer. We know what, we know, we know how to face those things. But what is it for you that you've been facing lately that just seems as though, it seems as though we don't know how to walk through it with, with faith and with, with peace? Listen, right now, in the middle of our mundane moments, in the middle of our everyday craziness, in the middle of the unscheduled situation is where God is asking us, does what you say line up with what you believe? Does what you profess and what you believe is the confession of your mouth, does it line up with your actual practical activity every single day? And you know, that is where God begins to give us his answer sometimes, is in the practical, when we can align up what we truly um, have proof for. Listen, there is proof in our life right now, proof in our life right now that the way we've been living, it's, it's, it's exactly what we are, what we're, what we're getting the results for right now. And listen, what we profess is either practical in our everyday lives or it's just promises to ourselves. We can make it practical right now. That's part of the answer that God is wanting to give us. Listen, we're coming back into the room after an argument. We're choosing to take responsibility and we're believing that God is with us. And we're asking God in the middle of these situations to be the answer for us and to give us wisdom. We're getting on our knees. It's beautiful. We've seen and heard of stories of people who are, who are crying out to God right in the middle of their workplace, right in the middle. Listen, this is what we've been waiting for as a church. This is the answer. It's a personal connection with God where he walks with us in our everyday life. It's our personal responsibility for my home, for my work, for my neighborhood, for my attitudes. And listen, inviting people to my table. We don't have church anymore to invite people to the church building or the activities, but I have my life I can invite people into. One of the things I've found is that even though it seems there's an untimely answer right now, God begins answering things as I go. You are well-equipped right now to lean into God like never before. He's with us. You know, one of the things that I think is so funny is, as we've been discussing, our God, He's an unschedulable God. <laughs> we can't put God on a schedule. But listen, even though He's unschedulable, He's reliable. He's faithful. The children of um, Israel, they were taken out of captivity, and they were in the desert. And they were complaining at this moment because they couldn't see what was going to happen. They thought they did. They thought that they were going to be able to come out of uh, the desert in a very short period of time, but it just was prolonged. And, you know, we can feel that way right now. It seems as though this situation in our life, maybe that the questions, the answer, when are we going to be finished with COVID finally? When are we going to be able to be back in school? When am I going to be able to be back at work? When is it going to feel normal again? We don't have the answers. And I believe that the, the, the Israelites were facing the same dilemma and they had, uh, they had a, they had a, a moment in their lives where they could either complain about God or they could trust God. And you'll see throughout history that they leaned more on the complaint side than the trust God side. And our job is to learn from history and to not do it this way. Listen, God didn't answer them the same way that they asked for. They didn't get to the promised land as fast as they should have. In fact, many of them complained so much that they never even made it to the promise. 
We don't want to be those kind of people. We want to be people full of faith, believing God, that if he said something, if he said he's going to provide for us, and he has, if he said he was going to care for us, and it doesn't happen on our schedule, we can still trust him. You see, the manna principle is that God came and he gave them something new every day, fresh manna, fresh food for their day. Are we trusting God every day in the middle of the unschedulable moments, or are we complaining? Are we allowing fear to grip a hold of our hearts and making us wanting to go back to the way it was just a few months ago before all of this happened? And you know, it's not just COVID, it's so many things that have been going on lately. And you know, it's world disaster and it's, it's racism and there's so much going on in our world. And maybe you're sitting here with me and you're just saying, I don't even know how to move forward. I don't even know how to schedule out my life. And God, I'm asking you to give me wisdom because sometimes I feel frustrated at people, I feel frustrated, maybe you are, are, are in that place where, God, I feel frustrated and angry at leadership or people in my life, or I don't like how people are doing this or that. Listen, our job is to learn how to lean in and trust God, even in the middle of these moments. I think God is allowing us to learn how to fall on our knees before Him and say, God, your presence is going with me. You are with me even in the middle of my unscheduled moments, even in my unanswered situations. You are giving me your faith mindset. And I'm believing that today God's going to exchange your fear for faith mindset. It's going to exchange the anxiety and the worry that maybe has accompanied the future. And he's going to give you eyes that can see the future with faith. And you know what? Every single new day, this is his plan for our lives. He wants us to take his presence with us everywhere we go. And if we would take it seriously, we could understand that every day we need nutrition. If you take time and you fast for a long time or you just simply don't eat, you become malnutrition. And maybe we've allowed our crutch of church and our crutch of all the programs and the things that were already planned for us, even the ability to teach our children in church or in youth group, we've allowed this thing to not uh, to, to, we've chosen not to take responsibility for ourselves because we've relied on the, the, the church itself. We are the church. The Bible says that we are the body of Christ. Us, you and me personally, right there on your couch. We are the church no matter where we go. And this is our challenge in this moment to take all of the unscheduled things and the, the, the things we used to depend on and say, God, I, I don't need those things anymore. I'm going to choose to learn how to grow in my faith right now on my own. I'm going to take nutrition seriously of the word and of worship. I'm going to, I'm going to feed myself the word of God. And although we are leaning into our prayer nights, which are so important, and I hope that you're, you're joining us every Wednesday night at 7.30, and although we have care groups that are ready for you to encourage us, and man, those are just so incredible. You definitely need to, need to join a care group. And although we, although we have Sunday mornings, this is where we're at right now. This is where we're at. Our professed beliefs are actually um, either a lie or they are becoming our practice beliefs. Right now, we have been feeling devastated. We've been feeling wiped out. Even though we are finding ourselves in these situations, we're faced with this reality. Listen, to those who are barely getting by, and if that's you, just write in the comment, I've been barely getting by. Listen, I wanna encourage you today. The word of the Lord is true. He is for you, he is not against you. This verse we've been quoting, Jeremiah 29, 11, says that he has plans for us, plans to prosper us, to give us a hope and a future. Did you know that that verse never says he's planning to tell us what those plans are? <laughs> Man, do I wish sometimes he would tell us the plan. But if we learn how to trust him right now, 
when we feel like we're barely getting by, we can lean into the shield and the, the, the rock that is for us. God says that he will be a shield for us. He'll be a hope for us. He will be our future for us. If we'll lean into God, we can face our future because we live, because he's, because he lives, because he's in us, we can face tomorrow. Listen, I know there seems as though there has been a, at times a distance between what we've said and what we've professed and what our mouths have said and what we've really actually believed in our hearts. This is the moment for us to stay in the game right now. This is the moment for us to be about it. And I just wanna ask you, what is your growth plan in this moment? Are you relying on somebody else to actually tell you how to eat from the word of God and to worship? Do you know how to be a disciple of Jesus on your own? Do you know how to open up the word of God? And if not, get into those care groups so that somebody can help you and train you. Listen, we are trained for this moment. We have been, we have been trained for this moment. All the times that we have been in church and gathered together, it's been preparing us for this moment. Our answered prayer is in us leaning into God. Listen, I want to challenge you to challenge somebody in your life. I want to challenge you right now with me. Follow me as I follow Christ. Who can you say that to? What if we lived our life in a way right now where we could tell somebody else, I'm living this thing out. What I have professed and what I have said actually lines up with what I'm practicing every day in my home, how I'm, how I'm responding to life's chaoses and unscheduled moments. The gap between what I say and what I believe isn't so big anymore. Listen, we can follow the plan of God without knowing what the actual plan is. How? By trusting God, by leaning into him every day and getting fresh manna for every single day. We can have our own discovery of a beautiful time in his presence and in worship at our own table, on our own homes. Listen, distance learning is not more than what we can handle. God is giving us wisdom. Maybe you are facing giants in your life. Listen, our reality right now, it's untimely, it's unscheduled, but this doesn't set God back. And this doesn't set the church back. And this doesn't set you back. God knows the future. He knows how to get us there. All we need to do is lean in and trust him. Right now, the reality is that we've been asking and we've been saying that the church needs to go beyond the four walls. Well, guess what? It's here. This is our reality. We're doing, uh, we're doing church outside of the four walls because we can't do it inside. My question is, what are you doing with it? We've talked a lot about what we would do and how we need to get and, and, and love on others. And we want people to be saved our personal responsibility then needs to be looking at ourselves and realize that the messy truth, it really hurts. But guess what? The messy truth, it heals. Maybe you've been in the middle of a messy situation, relationships. Maybe you're disappointed with yourself, disappointed with your goals not being met, disappointed with not knowing how to, how to face the future. Our God knows the answer. And right now, if you'll lean in, the miracle is in motion. If you'll trust God, the untimely miracles, they display the faithfulness of God. When God comes and he messes with our schedule, the faithfulness of God, he comes and he does things way bigger and better than what we could have ever imagined. My question today is, are we learning how to trust? This is how. This is how we lean into the miracle that God is doing in the middle of our mess, in the middle of our unscheduled moments. We live our life to say, God, here's everything. I'm giving you my heart. I'm giving you my emotions. I'm giving you this day. I'm living this church thing out in my house. I'm living this church thing out and I'm, I'm reading the word of God to know how to do this. I'm leaning into you. I'm content with you. I'm choosing not to complain. I'm finding joy, even though peace may not always be there in the moment. He said his peace surpasses all of our understanding and in complete surrender, I'm giving myself to you.
I love what Corey Tim Boom said. She was a Holocaust survivor. In fact, there was no hope for her family, but she actually came through. And this is one thing she said in the very end of it. And imagine this, her situation was worse than all of ours. But she said, listen, we can only trust an unknown future into the hands of a known God. Our unscheduled moments, these things that are untimely, you'll only be able to trust God if you learn to know God. We can only trust the unknown future in the hands of a known God, somebody that we know and we trust. He's wanting to heal our wounds. We've got to stop picking at the wounds. If you've ever had an open wound and you just continually pick at it, listen, we got to like let it rest a little bit and allow God to heal us. Where's your confidence and where's your rest? It can be in Him. Listen, no matter what your recent trauma is, no matter what you've come through in the moment, it's time to come back to our first love. It's time to let go of all the old baggage, all the old clothes, yesterday's style. We need to say, God, here is my right now. Our miracle is waiting. Do we believe him right now? The ripple effect of what he's wanting to do, the unanswered prayer actually is working for our good. He's doing something in the middle of this moment. And guess what? Our patience is being um, is being grown. Our endurance is being grown. Our faith is being grown right now. We can have faith that no matter what, God knows how to move our mountains. And he knows how to give us unexpected miracles that are way beyond our thinking. Let me leave you with this today. God wants to, according to Ephesians 1, 5 through 15 through 19, he wants to give us personal revelation. He wants to give you the spirit of wisdom. I'm believing that today God has given you the spirit of wisdom. It says that he wants to give you eyes to understand, that the eyes of our understanding would be enlightened. He wants to give us hope, the hope of his calling. He wants to give us inheritance, his inheritance, knowing the riches of him and all that he has for us. That is our inheritance. He wants to give us the answers. He wants us to know the power of him working inside of us and know the exceeding greatness of him working in us, that it is his mighty power at work in us that enables us to be able to make it through these unseen, unscheduled moments. Maybe for you, you've had a few things that seems to be they've been stolen in this moment. Can I just let you know, don't stop right now. Don't give up. Don't give up before it's over. It is not finished yet. I'm believing that today as we lean in, God, even though he may seem, the answer may seem far away, he is working on our behalf. And guess what? Today, as we as we close out, I just want to let you know, maybe you've been in this moment where things have seemed unscheduled. God knows your situation and he has the answer for it. The answer, he may not give it to you, but he'll give you peace and he'll give you hope and he'll give you all of the grace that you need to walk through it. And you'll find when you wake wake up each morning that he accomplished, you're in the right place, that you, you, you've, you've accomplished all that he has planned for you because you obeyed today. Worship today. Be in his presence today. You'll find exceeding joy in his presence. You'll find that he's your hiding place. You'll find that he is mighty in the middle of your battle. You'll find that he's the lifter of your head and that he's a shield for you and he's the strength of your heart. Today, I'm going to pray. And if today you've been far from God, or maybe you haven't been trusting him enough, or maybe you've just felt the chaos of this moment, I'm believing that today God's going to break that off of your life and allow you to trust him in a beautiful way. Would you pray with me today? Father, we thank you so much for all who've joined in today. And God, I thank you. You know our lives. You know our, our, our unscheduled things. You know the answers we've been asking for. And God, I'm praying today that you would come and that you would, God, you would bring hope and you would bring life. God, prophetically, that you would give us, Lord Jesus, the ability to lean into you, to, to, to grow in you and to, and to really live out what we say that we believe because 
because we're trusting in you. God, today I thank you for your trust. I thank you for your peace. Today, if you've been far from God, I just want you to agree with me today. God, I ask you today for those who've been far from you, God, that you would come. God, right now we invite you into our life. Right now, agree with me if this is you today and you've been far from God. God, today I surrender my life to you. I give you all of my life. I ask you to be the one in charge. I ask you to forgive me of my sins. God, I pray you give me a new start and help me to trust in you. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed any of those prayers with me today, we have uh, people who are praying for you. I'm praying for you every single week. And I would love for you to put right there in the comments um, some prayer news that you have. In fact, even greater than that, so that we can respond to you better, would you text um, CLC prayer to 9700, 97,000, <laughs> And listen, God it wants to meet with you this week. We believe that although we're distanced, even though we're socially distancing, there's no time or distance with God's presence. As we begin to pray, God is going to answer and he's going to meet your needs. Thank you for joining me today. And I can't wait to see you again next week. I hope this has encouraged you and built you up and um, imparted faith into you because you know, that's all we need in this moment is to be able to trust God. Have a great weekend, you guys.